unconventional career path. Quitting a manager role for an operational role is not a crazy move with Alice Roussel. Hi, it's Isaline, and today we are talking about career path with Alice Roussel. I'm your host today, Isaline Mühlhauser, and I'm really happy to welcome Alice. Hi, and thanks for joining us. Hi, thank you for having me. So today we're discussing uh, career path and Alice is sharing with us an unconventional step she took already twice. Let's rewind a little bit. Alice Roussel works as a growth marketing manager at Pictarin, where she manages a team of three. Pictarin is a US startup specialized in the photo printing industry. Alice is passionate about growth topics such as SEO, and she runs a personal blog. It's mercilarry.com since 2018, so go head up to her blog. There are lots of resources as well. Alice, preparing this interview, you mentioned that switching from a managerial role to an operational role can be seen as a move backwards. Why is that? <laughs> Um, so I think that this is because this is not something that we are accustomed to see. I mean that in general, once you are a manager, you stay a manager and you don't go backward. You don't jump from a, a manager position to an IC uh, role. Um, I mean, it's pretty rare. Um, and when I did that, as you said twice, Um, many people ask me the question like, why are you going backward? Why, why are you like giving up on your uh, responsibilities, for instance? So yeah, th that's why I, I like to say that this is something that can be seen as going backward than moving forward. Were they more like work colleague asking you these questions or more generally also family and friends? Um, boss, actually. Um, from colleagues, um, it was mainly uh, the team I manage. So the first time I announced that I was uh, leaving my, my, my job at, at the web agency I was working too. Um, I remember that someone from my team uh, asked me, did we do something wrong that you, and then maybe you want to give up uh, on your responsibilities because maybe you don't like, um, you know, managing people. Uh, maybe we did something wrong. <laughs> It was not the case, actually. And yes, from, from a family perspective, The question was more about um, the financial status it can bring um, than like questions about the work itself. So once as SEO manager to SEO strategist and the second time as head of SEO and customer success to search acquisition manager. So how did you make that decision what's what happened if it was not your team making a mistake <laughs> or doing something wrong like what was the reasoning um so the first time it was uh, pretty simple so it um after four years working in that web agency i wanted to to learn more because i had a lot of clients a lot of different uh, topics to work on but 
I somewhere I was I knew I was missing something and it was back in 2018 if I'm not wrong and at that time I was uh, reading a lot of Google patents I was passionate about log file analysis and I wanted to learn more about it and I had two choices at that time um, joining Google <laughs> or joining a log analyzer actually to, you know, be on the side of, I have all the data I want access to, to learn more about, uh, how to run a log file analysis, etc. And that's why I joined on crawl. And so at that time, I, there was not an open position for a manager. So I said to myself, that's okay because what do I want right now? I want to learn something new and I can't do it by being a manager again at that time. Uh, that's why I chose to move from a manager position to an IC one at that time. And one year after they, they asked me to, to, to move from a rent wall to, to a manager position and the second time, so after two years at Uncrawl, uh, I ate a lot of, uh, <laughs> of log files actually. And I, I wanted to go out uh, of my comfort zone. I was like ultra specialized in, into SEO. I'm still passionate about it, but I wanted to learn more. I wanted to have like a, a bigger picture of all the ecosystem. And then I had the opportunity to join Pictarin to take care of both uh, the paid search and organic search. And again, that was a very good deal for me because I was able to go out of, of the SEO and they gave me the opportunity to manage the paid search with a 5 million uh, budget a year. So it was like crazy. And yeah, the, the, at that time, again, that made sense to, you know, move from a manager position to an IC position as well. So yeah, that's why. I hear. It means that when you were um, the manager in the agency, instead of thinking, oh, I'll do a training class in the evening <laughs> and, <laughs> and start doing things on my own, you leaped right in the role and and worked for a tool but like how how did it go because you went for from a position as you said in your comfort zone and you end that ended up in a new company with new <laughs> tasks and like how did how did you manage that huge change um well i would like to say that at that time, um, it was easy because I was in my 20s. So somewhere I was taking a big risk, but somewhere I was not. Because I think that this is the kind of things that you can do when you're in your 20s or 30s. It's, I think that it's more difficult in your 40s or later in your, in your career. So somewhere the, the risk wasn't that big, you know? You mean being uncomfortable? <laughs> it was a risk <laughs> that yes. did not seem big for you. <laughs> so it was like a challenge. And um, yeah, I, I wanted to, to scare myself. 
uh, especially the second time uh, when I chose to to run uh, paid campaigns coming from an SEO full SEO position. So yes, here that was a, a very big challenge, and I remember that at the very beginning of uh, of me working at Pictarine during some meetings, um, some colleagues asked me questions about um, the bidding strategy, like specific questions about uh, the paid search. And sometimes I, would li- I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I need to look for the information and I will get, get back to you. And this is not something I was used to. In SEO, I, I let's say 95% of the time, I had the answer. Uh, there it was different. So yes, it was very challenging. But today I'm super happy to ad- make that move because I I was able to learn a lot from from that move. So this is a big risk, but this is you have um, a lot to to learn from from this kind of move. And and in terms of career paths, it's super interesting to you know to to be a manager to go back to an IC position and then to learn new things to uh to be afraid sometimes um on specific topics and yeah it reminds me of of something a colleague told me once that in a career you have the choice to specialize in one field more and more and stay in that field or you have the opportunity to cover more fields to have a better understanding did did you have that in mind or did you just do it sort of spontaneously like do you have a plan um that's a very good question actually um yes so i don't think i had a plan at that time um (laughs) the question is very tricky actually because um yeah i i think that somewhere it can be like very interesting, you know, to be fully specialized into your own field, like um, a web developer that is specialized on iOS, for instance. Um, but f- at that time, from my hand, I think that I was um, considering the picture as, um, you know, SEO plus paid search, like search as a whole. Um, so I guess that this is, uh, the thing that made me think of, okay, I can like move to, to this kind of, um, to this new topic, uh, new topic being paid search. Yeah, I, I think so. So not really a plan. I mean, it was, <laughs> no. it was like, yeah, kind of spontaneous. It's interesting that you, you took this leap of faith even though maybe it was sort of like not what people would have expected, but you did it anyway. Did, like, tell me how did did the first move going back to doing log analysis and very technical stuff, how did it benefit you? Um, I think that I gained a lot of confidence first um, in what I was able to, to do. Um, that I was able to learn again 
you know, because when you are uh, ultra specialized, comes um, a time where you can't learn as you learned before. You know what I mean? This is not the, the same learning curve. You are like at the end of your learning curve, learning curve at, at some time. And yeah, for, for the log file analysis, uh, I mean, moving to, to Uncrawl, uh, yeah, I gain a lot of confidence. And also, I think that I felt more legitimate to manage a team uh, once I had that learning uh, with me. Did you need to be more legitimate? I think so, because while I was working at the agency, I became a manager after um, one year or two years. So it was pretty soon in my career. And uh, I didn't have a mentor at that time. Um, so, you know, sometimes you are you are promoted manager, but nobody is going to tell you, okay, so advise you to uh, manage this way or um, um, you you need to schedule uh, one-to-one meetings, you know, that kind of things. So I didn't have all of that in mind. And going uh, backward, uh, I was able to, on one side, learn new things. And on the other side, I was able to take a step back on on my manager role and to reflect on my strengths and also on my weaknesses and above above that I was able to uh, ask myself what kind of manager do I want uh, to be and what do I need to do to be a better manager etc and I felt that I for me, uh, actually, I needed to feel uh, more legitimate. Uh, I needed to to learn um, log file analysis, then a few about uh, data science, etc., to run my 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 own uh, Python scripts, for instance, uh, to be able to to speak to a data analyst, etc. Uh, something that I do today. But if I didn't do that at that time, then today I wouldn't feel legitimate to uh, to talk about that kind of topic. In in a sense, you took really the time, like you were promoted really fast, and at some point you decided to take the time to do each steps and and learn the nitty gritty of of the job, and. I think it, it's really like, it's very interesting how you framed, you said at some point, oh, I saw a uh, search as a whole, like SEO and paid and, and this is a whole. And what, what would you say to people who are like, but which direction should I go now that you have this understanding? Um, you mean between the two fields or? Like, yeah, what did you prefer in the fields? Like, if, do you think specific, uh, like, not behaviors, but preference would be better for a specific job or? Um, I think that both are super interesting and 
So while working SEO, you tend to, to speak more to web developers, for, for instance, um, when you work uh, in paid search, um, you will um, collaborate more with uh, financial teams, partnership teams, for instance. So it's different. Um, I wouldn't advise to follow a specific path, I guess. I think that, yeah, both are super interesting. And I really think that you need to have your, to find your added value in like either SEO or paid search. You can do in both. I mean, somewhere you need to be specialized in SEO or paid search. You, you won't be able to be specialized, specialized in both, of course, but being able to work, uh, on both topics, it's super interesting because it brings new ways to reflect on the business to, and on your, on the way you, you work. Like I remember that then when I was working in, into SU only, all the decisions I made uh, were related to SEO, like the UX of a page, etc. And now that I have um, the paid dimension, I can take a step back and have a bigger picture of the business as a whole. And this is the thing that is the most interesting is that when you reconcile uh, both worlds, then you can, I mean, I, I guess you are better at taking decisions and taking the best decisions for the business and not the best decisions for your own fields. How interesting. The best decision for the business is not the best decision for <laughs> SEO. <laughs> I mean that so sometimes, um, you know, you, you, when you work in, into SEO, sometimes you want to, to make a compromise, you know, and when you, um, you better understand the intricacies of paid search or other topics, then at that moment, you, you can start to make compromise because you understand that some other things than SEO can be important as well. And maybe you will like prioritize your uh, tasks or your recommendations in another way than you, you would have done without knowing the information on paid search or UX or I don't know. I love how very aware you are of each field and how they complement each other and how when I heard you speaking it's like also you understand how the fields collaborate together for success which maybe it's true we are a bit stuck in our SEO perspective sometimes <laughs> and that's very very impressive career path I love how you just leaped for what you thought was success and tell me now for the two-day at least today, <laughs> what is the vision of success? Like, what do you want now? 
Um, good question. Um, I think that what I want now is move forward, uh, go the extra mile and maybe be able to, to bring like the, the business vision, um, as a founder of the company can have, you know. And when you say move forward, it's upwards, backwards, <laughs> like what is forward? <laughs> I guess this, this is learning new things, I guess. <laughs> for, for some time, I wanted to learn more about data. I will, I sign up on Kaggle, for instance, for machine learning uh, courses, etc. I don't think it makes sense to me. Uh, today to, you know, uh, move again and to, uh, like, not a data analyst position or I don't know. I would say that the next move would be to learn, um, what is not tangible, you know. This is not something you can do from an operational role, but something you, you have the feeling you have when you um, see uh, a specific set of of data uh, related to to your business, and I mean like when I I speak with my CEO, for instance, he of course is not specialized into SEO, paid search, web development, etc., but he has an idea on each topic from the business perspective like the top of the of the iceberg i would say and maybe that's the thing i would like to learn today um that oh i i can have the same like lecture of, of the data do you have already an idea how you'll do that so i don't have any idea actually <laughs> what i'm doing right now is i listen to a lot of podcasts from founders, uh, CPO, CTO, etc. Um, I learn, I read also a lot of books around, uh, entrepreneurship, intrapreneurship as well. Um, and yes, that, that's the way I, I used to, to learn that kind of things. But <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not sure this is the best way, but <laughs> this is the way I use. What would you say to folks who are about to take an unconventional career path? I would say don't chase uh, fancy job titles. Um, focus on what can benefit you the most, like new skills. Um, it can be art skills. It can be, I don't know, public speaking, etc. So focus on that because you have time to become a manager, to, to become, uh, I don't know, to, to get that fancy super title on your, on your LinkedIn. So yes, focus on, on your art skills, uh, and, and your soft skills and focus on the main thing is focus on what you love the most. I love that. This is so excellent. <laughs> It, I mean, it couldn't end better. <laughs> and so we have a closing questions always as we are a community and we're here to support each other. Um, is there 
one particular book or training or practice something that's helped you recently um, grow? Yes, uh, there is a book uh, that is called Built uh, by Tony Fadel. So Tony Fadel oversaw the iPhone development at Apple. And the book is very interesting because you have a lot of chapters uh, and some of them are super interesting like uh, data versus intuition. So when you can rely on data and when you should rely on your intuition, for instance, or you can design an idea from scratch. So from scratch to business, actually, like did for, for the iPhone. So yeah, it's super interesting. Uh, there was a lot of ideas and yeah, you, you should read it. <laughs> I will definitely add it to the description of the podcast, of course, so everyone can find it easily. And thank you for joining us today. I really like how aware you are of, of each step of your career path and how, how it helped you. And I can see that you have something for building a company now. I wonder <laughs> if in a couple of years you'll, you'll knock, I'm at my door and you have your own project. So that could be a plan. I don't know. I'm, a, I'm very curious to see what will, will be happening. I'm curious um, too. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thanks a lot for joining us and thanks everyone for listening to us. We are WTS Podcast and we're on a mission to amplify women's voice. Join the community, of course. We have a Slack channel where we discuss and we have lots of different initiatives, a newsletter and mentorship and many, many different things. So do check the website womanintechseo.com. I was your host, Isaline Mühlhauser, and I was really happy to interview Alice. If you have any questions following up this podcast, ask either Alice or me on Twitter or on Slack. We are really happy to answer. Thank you, everyone.